0: The current spoiler warning level is Crimson.
1: Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Crimson because we're talking about uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt. And that's it. Uh, So if you haven't gotten that far, uh, if you're with the GGP, the GGP. Well, I guess that's right. The Great Gundam Project, the GGP. Anyway... Uh, They haven't gotten to uh, Thunderbolt, and they won't for a while, and so if you haven't seen it, um, we're talking about an important machine from that, Uh, but otherwise, please enjoy the episode. friends and folks and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista Nista NG. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about seafood. I'm six that mark.
0: Why, why seafood?
1: Well, for two reasons, I guess. One is, um, so windows, right?
0: Right.
1: Used to be a good thing. Now it's a bad thing, but it's still better than the other options I have got available to me right now.
0: Y- yeah
1: uh, and they have a little search bar right yeah and with one of their updates in the last i don't know how many months at least the one that got pushed to my computer now the search bar sometimes just pops up little images on it it's like a little uh here like i'll snip a little picture here for you it's got a little a little fish with coral on it right now but sometimes it's like oh here's like a sun and an umbrella or whatever it just pops shit up um uh,
0: that's weird but okay See, look at that.
1: There's a little fish and coral.
0: Uh, uh fair enough. It's, what? What? That's weird.
1: Yeah, I've tried to turn it off. I can't figure out how.
0: Oh, I'm wondering what determines what pu- gets put up there. Anyway, uh, yeah, hey, it's me, it's Dylan.
1: Hello, Dylan. Welcome back to the show.
0: Yeah, we took a week off because
1: we did. Which is um, fine. Look, we realized we hadn't recorded a uh, scheduled an episode, and then we were like, "What if we didn't though?"
0: <laughs> Look, sometimes you simply need a break for a week. It's not like we don't have fucking more episodes than most other podcasts at this point. It's
1: true. It's true.
0: We have a lot of episodes.
1: How? Let's let's let me. Hmm. How many do we have exactly?
0: Uh, I can actually check this because I downloaded all the episodes the other day. Uh, we are at one fifty-seven now.
1: One fifty-seven. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, we'll we'll catch up with uh with Great Gundam Project one of these days. Yeah. You know, Usual Anime started after the Great Gundam Project, but passed him. Fair enough. We sometimes do two in a two a week, kind of like yeah. kind of like here, kind of like here. But we'll see um, we'll see what we do this time. Dylan, do you have a feeling today about what we're doing? No, do you have a, I don't have a no? fucking
0: clue. I don't know what the dice are planning. Oh,
1: no, I no, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't asking you to predict the future. I was asking if you wanted to do something.
0: Oh no, did you?
1: I'm fine. I don't know. Maybe we should do a listener request. It's been a bit.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's do a listener request then. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I Now, is this week going to be a one-episode
1: week? It it depends. There are things we could roll on here where absolutely not, and there are things we could roll on here where absolutely... Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Okay, you know what? That's fair. Let's do the listener request first thing, because it has been a little bit since we've done one, so...
1: Okay, second half. So, that means probably it will be a two-episode week, because most of these are going to be shorter conversations. Uh, Okay. Interesting, though. Yeah, um, okay. There are some of these where I'm going to have to re-roll, actually, because since I've added them, I've had people be like, Hey, if you don't, if you have, like, if you want extra information in this area, I'd be happy to guess. And I'm like, mm, I should take you up on that. Okay. So, okay. We'll see what we get. Uh, oh, okay, no, we're fine. Okay. Um. This one is a request from uh Nulligan. Okay. Okay. And uh, I think you're going to get this one.
0: What is the uh, number?
1: RX78AL.
0: RX78AL? What? Maybe you're not going to get this. No, what the fuck? Hold on. Yeah, no, I... Huh. This is... Hmm.
1: I wonder if I can post, like, some, like... Okay, this is a fun game. Don't look it up. I'm going to see if I can post an image that is, like just obtuse enough that it is fun for you to try and guess. Uh, oh, here we go. This is great. This is quality stuff. Okay. Um, I'm just,
0: like, going in my head, because, like, you know, AL sounds like it would be Alex, but it's not. Take a look MTV at that 1. and tell
1: me what that is.
0: Oh, never mind. Okay, it's the Atlas. Duh. Damn. Okay. Too easy. Okay, All yeah. Right. I would have thought it was, like, the... I would have thought Atlas was, like, AT or something. I actually can't believe I didn't realize that. Huh. AL. Weird. What a weird model number. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, look, there's only one Gundam that uses a fucking ball as a cockpit.
1: Oh, yeah, that's like, yeah, that's true.
0: That's Um, very true. All right, the Atlas. Yeah, like I said, I just, for some reason, just, that model number is not in my head. (laughs) Uh, I will be completely honest. So, yeah, the Atlas Gundam. Okay, I like this guy, though, so this is going to be interesting. I can't remember if you like this one. I... We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> so, the RX-78AL Atlas Gundam. Uh, this is from Mobile Suit, Gun- uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt. Uh, specifically, Season 2 or later in the manga. Uh, this is a weird Gundam. Uh, it is primarily an amphibious Gundam also, which also makes it really weird. Um. So... Yeah, going over the design, the head is probably the most normal part of this. Um, we've got a double V-fin going on, uh, kind of in the style of, like, uh, uh, which other ones have, like, the V-fin? And there's a lot of Gundams that have V-fins like this, you know, with, like, the two vertical antenna that are shorter coming out for the top, and then, mm-hmm. you know, the normal V-fin. Um... No Mohawk camera. It actually just has a big does it have a head gem? Like it does have a head area with a different color because it's gray, but it's like just a big block of armor. Um Yeah. Yeah. And well, here's the thing. Instead of having a Mohawk camera, if you look at where you would expect uh the Vulcans to be, you can see that they are colored no, in green. So they're little cameras. Yeah. So it has two little ones of those. Um, because I presume if this is meant for amphibious use, head Vulcans aren't going to work in water. <laughs>
1: um... Yeah, you could do needle guns or something, but then they wouldn't penetrate armor very well, I imagine, no. so. Uh,
0: the cheek vents are really cool. You've got, like, these rows of, like, you know, just, like, uh, slits like that, and I like the way that looks. Hey, Dylan! Yeah? Do yeah. you pilot this
1: thing from the head? No. So what the fuck is that? Uh the forehead thing opens up and it looks a lot like a chair in there to me.
0: Yeah, but you pilot it from the ball. I am 99% okay. sure that you pilot that from the ball. Yeah, it says yeah, I pilot accommodation cockpit and torso. What the um, fuck is that? Mechanics.
1: <laughs> okay, they look very. All right, so maybe that is like a really heavily armored like sensor package. Then
0: it could, yeah, it could be. And again, it might be made more for aquatic use, like a like a proper radar or something, rather mm, than just mm. well optics. sonar, probably or but... sonar. Sorry, yeah, sonar, not uh, optics. Um, but yeah, uh, then. The face is a Gundam face, uh, though I do like that, it, so it's got, like, you know, the the, the typical, like, face guard, like, lines going down it, but they're a, they've got a little bit of, like, wiggliness to them uh, towards the bottom, which I like. mm mm-hmm. um, Chin and eyes, just all normal Gundam stuff going on. You've got yellow chin, and then with the eyes, you have the, like, you know, the sort of eyeliner area that's yellow, and then the eyes themselves, which are, you know, the black with the green. Uh, cameras. Um, overall, I like this head a lot. Um, now, where we already get weird immediately is actually the neck. Because the neck, instead of being, like, your typical neck joint, is a big ball joint. Like, not even, a, I wouldn't even describe it as a ball joint. Well, no, and actually looking at it from the back, I think you could t- refer to that as a ball joint. Because you see the way it sits in there. It I is mean, it's a- like... It literal it is, ball,
1: like I don't know if you've ever disassembled like a a um I would say like a a Dual Shock right, like a Dual Shock Two or something right, mm-hmm. but like the way that is built is that the joystick is on like a dome cap that is placed on top of a ball and it pivots over the surface of the ball and that looks like how this is constructed.
0: Yeah, it's really weird, um, and it's only gonna get weirder. So for the torso. We've got, uh, it does have a collar, uh, in yellow. You've got, the arrangement of this torso is similar to a Gundam, right? You've got, like, a left half and right half, like, pectoral area that are w- with vents. You've got a huge central area that goes, it's, it's jutting out a bit, and that's the cockpit hatch. Um, and you've got, like, two little armored sections on the bottom that are for, you know, abdominal movement and stuff. Um, you can also see if you look, if you look at the bottom of the torso, like where the way it connects into the waist it seems to also be one of these like weird ball things going on. Um, now, uh, when we look at the back of this, this gets real weird. It has same kind of vents on the front as it has on the back. And it also basically has a spinal column, which is one of my favorite features of this. Like, Mm -hmm. I really like this. Now, actually, now that I'm looking at it, I'm curious... No, because I think this still opens from the front. It does look like there's a little hatch on the back of the spinal column, though. That might well.
1: be emergency exit or something.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, but you
1: are right, that definitely does look like there's a hatch there.
0: Uh, But, yeah. Uh, really weird torso overall, because like it retains the Gundam shape, but it's just very round muscular almost is the vibe it gets just because mm. of it it's really weird and the way
1: the use of like color on it i think is really cool because it it is mostly black with like yellow and white and a little bit of like very slightly bluish light gray
0: yeah i really like the color scheme on this guy i mm-hmm. actually i will say i do own a model of this and it's a pretty it's a pretty all right model um the shoulders they're I mean, their shoulders, they're, they're armored. Uh, they do have a cool thing going on with them where I really like, so they have like two little thrusters on top and the way that they're positioned again, this, you you can actually see like the ways in which this would be like aquatic use some like somewhat like the shoulders have the verniers, but they're pointing downward, you know, mm-hmm. in a, in a, in an interesting way. Like they're not, usually you have shoulder verniers and they'll be out on the side, or if they're downward like this, you all have huge ones. But these are very small, actually. Um, so these are more... I'm, I, I'm going to actually check. Are these water jets? Um, yes, they're water jets. Okay. Um, I also really like the way these sides of the shoulders look. Where they... The 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 socket, like the ball on the arm actually has like... It's like sealed, is what it looks like. Because you've got like mm-hmm. these almost like layers of they kind of look like shutters or something
1: totally that's a that's a great comparison cuz you also you get the feeling that they could open up
0: yeah um and the front of the shoulder you do have a bunch of little like again little like weird vents kind of they're they're kind of like the ones on the chest i guess they're not vents these might just be for doing like you know for doing like fine movements in water they might be verniers actually now that i think about it or not i don't know what you would call this same thing as verniers but in water but you know what i mean um just given where these are located on the shoulder uh the arms are really cool because they so a lot of gundam arms a lot of model kits allow for a very specific type of like 180 degree movement even though the joint doesn't actually like look like it would do that a lot in the shows this actually Mm -hmm. has a double joint on the arm yeah which i think is really cool and not only a double joint but because it's a ball uh so you have a bicep that is neatly colored kind of like the torso you've got like this it's almost all white but then you've got this like cool cut of yellow on the sides which i really like um and then you have the joint, though the initial joint, which is just like an orb, right? That's connected right. into an elbow that you know the orb is like sitting in. And then there's another orb there, another ball that connects into the wrist. So you've got like a double ball joint. Not only that, but the ball you can kind of see it with the other arm, uh, the left arm. You can see how it can like rotate as well as you know do obviously do bends. Sure. Which is. Actually, something that more kits have been doing, I think. And also, uh, in my experience, like, a lot of robot spirits will do this. So you can, like, rotate the forearm separately from the bicep. Because, you know, normally you would just rotate the whole arm. Um, But I I really like this, actually, how it can do that. Uh, It's a really cool arm setup, in my opinion. And then for the wrist, uh, again, just, like, uh, some white armor. Uh, I do like the... It has, then, like, a yellow layer of armor and then a gray layer and on the gray layer you have more of those little vents on the wrists Mm -hmm. um the way the hands are connected it's the exact same type of joint where it's this weird like ball and socket thing going on which Uh, is
1: one of the the biggest bummers to me mm -hmm. which is it seems to me like i mean I don't have one of these one of these Gunpla kits, mm-hmm. but it seems like they just give them normal Gunpla hands and these hands are so much cooler than that.
0: Yes, that is that is one thing. Uh if I remember right, let me take a look actually cuz I don't even they're like armored up in just one color. I think they are just normal Gunpla hands.
1: Oh yeah, they're just they're just the single piece white chunks. Oh, this is such a bummer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's. This is this is always this is actually a, a minor consistent issue I think they've had. Is um. Uh, they do have okay. I, mm, now that I'm looking at them a little bit up close, uh, they do have a bit deeper of channels, I think going on, and these are unique hands you can tell from uh, if you look at the yeah wrist. they do
1: have they do have like slightly deeper grooves and stuff you're right about yes. that unlike on the, on so, the, the joints of the fingers
0: but you would need to color this yourself definitely because like the way the way the hands look is basically you have the fingers and then they have armor on top of them uh so you've got like if you look underneath you can actually see like the typical like gray you know mobile suit hands going on but like it's got a bunch of this layers of white armor on top of it and so you've got oh, like interesting. these little squares I like how this looks, though, a lot. And, like, if you look at, like, the huh. knuckles, it's got armor on the knuckles and stuff. It's just, it's a good looking hand. But you I'm can like, see, like,. Chuckle. You can see. Shush. You can see the, uh. Like, the gray bits, though, underneath that are, like, a normal hand, which I think is really cool. Uh, the waist is. Surprisingly, in some ways normal, in some ways not. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, so, you've got the crotch piece, which... It's basically, like, just your typical, you know, central piece with a little... It doesn't have the Federation V on it. It's got the other alternative for, of that for Gundams, which is just having the little bump on top.
1: It's got a second Gundam shin.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, more of those vents cut into the side of it. It actually just runs all the way through and is pretty much the same looking on either the front or the back with just the decoration on top changing. On the back, it's more like a, uh, you know, uh, cut in half capsule words. Uh, whereas on the front, it's just, like, the more squared off one. Um, the front skirts are... they're neat. Uh, the front and back skirts are also the same design, uh, just to mention that. Uh, but you've got, like, a... White front skirt, uh, with, like, a gray piece on the inside that has these two little tick marks on it. Um, and then you've got a bunch of these little vents, again, on the bottom, uh, of the skirts. The side skirts are weird, uh, and the reason for this being that the side skirts... So, this is an interesting thing. I've been using the novel art, actually, to look at, and I forgot about this. If you look at the OVA version, you can actually see that these kind of fold in as well. But on the novel version, they're just out um, to the side. And I think they can technically do it either way. But what are supposed to be connected are the giant, rather than sub-arms, the sub-legs that it has. But we'll get to those.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, these are basically just... Big old plugs for those. Uh, the top of the leg, again, the ball and socket thing just going down the whole leg. So you have the th- you have a ball and socket thing going on with the uh, upper thigh. Uh, it has some armor on the front of the socket that the ball is going into. Then you have another ball, and then that's where like the knee starts. And then you've got another socket, another ball. Uh, so, again, the leg would have a very high degree of movement, actually, uh, throughout. Um, well, and,
1: and compared to most... Well, I, I, if you look at it without any attachments, right? Which normally it's going to have an attachment that we're going to talk about. Yeah. But on its own, it is less, like, backpack movement dependent. It has It's using its leg a lot more for thrust, so it makes sense that it would want to be able to have more maneuverability with them.
0: Yeah. Uh, the knees are... Large knee pieces uh, with a lot of these, these, like, slits of armor going around it again, um, or, uh, little slits cut into them and then little vents all around them, um, yeah, the sides of the calves have some pretty normal-looking thrusters, like, they kind of remind me of, you know, the, 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 like, thrusters you get on a lot of Gundams, but again probably more for aquatic use you can see that they don't have verniers they have like the little vents all over them. that's what's making me realize oh these little vents are probably just all for aquatic movement and like doing like weird a- again like weird fine-tuned movements in water um as you go down though you've got the lower leg which is actually pretty normal which connects into another ball another socket the f- this is like the final socket uh-huh Which is, you know, has the foot built around it, which the foot is also kind of weird. You've got two sides of the ankle armor, uh, that are very, just, they're weird. (laughs) Uh, the top of the foot, uh, the the front of the foot armor, also a bit weird. Uh, just like this kind of like bent up piece. Um, it also has the little vents in the sides of the armor there. And then the shoes themselves are, like, you've got, like, a bunch of little sections for the shoes. Uh, technically three, I guess. you got, like, a, a front toe, the middle, uh, a little bit of space, and then the heel. It's, these are weird feet. <laughs> yeah. Also, everything on this thing is weird, though. Um, it, We already talked about the back of the torso. There is no backpack, as you mentioned. It's just, you know. Spine. Fine. yeah.
1: And some aqua jets, um, water jets, whatever.
0: So, uh, the final bit of like pieces on the body that we will talk about then are the sublegs. So, what these are? Well, okay. Oh, so, okay, yeah.
1: Before we get to the sublegs, I just want to say I hadn't seen just like the art of the base frame before. Uh huh. And this looks incredible. Yeah, I think no. this is sick. Ah, uh, it's great. The sub-legs is where it gets complicated for me.
0: Really? Okay. I like them, but i it's because you can move them in different places and stuff. On the art, though, they're just all... So, the sub-legs are two... You have the side skirt things, right? Like those little pieces sticking out. Mm-hmm. And then those have a thing plug into them, which then have an arm that it, uh, that is sticking out that plugs into... Another ball joint, which plugs into another arm, which plugs into another ball joint, which plugs into the final arm, which then has a ball joint that ends in the two sublegs, which are these really large things. Trying to think of how to describe them. Like so the ball joint is connected uh into like the lower middle part of these. The upper one is a larger thruster. And these do actually have, like, big, like, jet, uh, like, vernier thrusters on them, Mm -hmm. uh, on the ends. That pivot Uh, on,
1: like, discs.
0: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you have these, like, weird little, like, just these armored pieces, I guess, that are just, like, white and yellow on these. Mm -hmm. Uh, you've, and you've got one section on the bottom, one section on the top, and then also on the top, on the inside section, like, on the back of it, you also have, like, a little, like, bit of armor, and those are that part pops open because this this is where I believe if I remember right it lands on when it is doing uh using these on the feet, um because these so as mentioned these have a lot of arms and ball joints going on the whole idea with these is you're supposed to be able to move these into different positions basically for different types of combat so like this is what I like about them right and also uh, a difference on the manga version actually I believe is the design of the thrusters. This is an interesting thing with the model kit, actually. So, if you look at the thrusters on the OVA version, they are round, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the model here, and if you look at the uh, uh, the equipment from the manga that's in the uh, gallery, they are square. And I'm actually glad the model kept the square. Uh, the, the, model, the model is based on the ova version i'm trying to i think or or sorry the uh novel version or manga god damn it for once it's not a side story that's a novel first it is actually a manga i'm not used to saying that with gundam is the problem i believe the ova version did get a p bandai because the ova version changes some elements pretty decently uh Mainly colors, and also we'll talk about it with the weapons uh the a weapon undergoes a very radical redesign um I'm actually curious i'm I'm gonna look real quick I'm curious if that p bandai model uh actually changes the uh vernier shape though because I actually that's something I didn't notice until we were doing this episode just now, so I'm like what? Mm. Uh? I was just like what that's weird uh i I legitimately didn't know that um so I'm gonna check.
1: Uh, I'm looking at the so I'm looking at the schizophonic uh, Yes. Uh, Bandit Flower version. Uh, what What did you want me to check?
0: Uh, the verniers on the sublight. Oh, those yes, are those are, are round.
1: nozzles. Yeah, those are yeah. like uh, classic, like like fucking like modern spaceship looking nozzles, kind of.
0: Yeah, instead of being the square ones from the, uh, the the manga version. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I was curious about. Okay, cool. Um. All right. So, um, yeah, these sub-legs, though, are meant to be able to do all kinds of, like, configurations. Like, the picture I sent you would be, like, a landing mode, right? Like, you can have mm-hmm. them over the the body so that it can, like, f- basically have short bursts of flight and also land slower. Um, it kind of reminds me of, like, the equipment from Front Mission, actually, when you're doing the drops, which is kind of cool. Hmm, true. Sure. Um... The other way you can wear these is kind of as mentioned, you can have it 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 can stand on them. And again, this is all this is used I believe at the beginning when they are in space and also uh in the water. Um just basically again doing doing a thing where you're just adding more boost movement and where you're adding that at whether that's above or below. Um And then Other than those two configurations, you can also just have them do what you would expect subarms to do and just move any which way for different directional thrust. Um, Also, it has the sled mode, which I think is fun, which is, uh, it does use this, I believe, in the water as well. Um, Yeah, so. I like like the sled mode.
1: The reason I was against these. Uh Uh-huh. Is because, do you know where I've seen this thing besides a couple of images? Where? Exclusively in Maxi Boost. I haven't seen, basically, any, I've seen, like, I've read the first two volumes of Thunderbolt, but that's it. Yeah. And so, I had no context different. for this being aquatic. Oh, yeah. And that makes me like these, because, like, its aquatic modes are cool, and the modes that I think look kind of dopey... Or it being like, I guess we can do non-water combat too. And it's like, oh, okay, in that context, then this is fine. This is cool. Yeah.
0: It does have to get deployed. And this is supposed to just show that, uh, you know, EO is a good pilot. It does initially get deployed in space. And that's more of an emergency operation, though. <laughs> um, it also,
1: But it also looks funny with the big shoes. It's good.
0: Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's used... You know, in, uh, like, episode 6, here it is doing that, like, sort of sled mode, or as they call it here, submarine mode, um, where it's riding on there, and I, I like that.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: Uh, It doesn't do the thing in the anime, if I remember right, that it does in the manga that's ridiculous, where it's like, oh, by the way, I have an electromagnetic field around me because of the way I am charging this uh, railgun while charging at you for the Grublo that it fights, Um, which is a very cool... Grublo. We will talk about all the Thunderbolt variations one day, but I actually fucking love... This is like one of those Thunderbolt redesigns that I think is incredible. I love the way that Grublo looks. It's pretty sick. Um, But, uh, yeah, so... Armaments on this guy. It's got some weird ones. So, for the standard ones, uh, it has beam sabers and they are stored in the shoulder. I like the way that these are stored. Um, kind of similar to the wing, actually, thinking on it, you know? mm-hmm uh does wing.
1: a wing or wing zero because oh, i'm sorry wing in zero the shield yeah wing yeah. zero
0: is what i meant sorry uh because okay. the wing zero is the one with the yeah the top of the sh- uh shoulder cracks open right um you gotta remember to specify that um and then we have for a more standard armament we have the assault rifle right Uh, Mm -hmm. the assault rifle, I actually really like the design of this, I'm curious how you feel about it, um, oh, there's not a picture on the wiki of it, huh. Uh, Well, I've,
1: I've pulled up multiple pages of, like, uh, like, shizophonic reviews and stuff, um, I guess my feeling on it, I, I like it broadly, um, I have a complaint, which is the magazine is too small. But otherwise, it is a cool-looking like bullpup with a like a an underbarrel camera to assume, presumably help with like range finding, and it's kind of like compact and a little like.
0: Oh, that's not, not an underbarrel camera. That's a grenade launcher.
1: Oh, perfect. That's better. That's like why it that has
0: a. Uh, that's actually so. If you look at the front, I believe that's why it has that secondary clip.
1: That makes sense. Okay, that's yeah, yeah and that's a very like grenade launcher style, like like long, but like not very tall. Uh, magazine that you slap on there for the for the grenade. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, just make the the bullet one bigger, and I'm happy.
0: Yeah, the bullet one's really small. Actually, it's very strange it's, looking at it. Yeah, very um, strangely small. Then we have finally the railgun, and I I love the way this thing is animated. It feels a little weird because you don't really get too many railguns. Even though the thing is in UC, it could exist because. You know, they use mass drivers, and they use, like, electromagnetic catapults and stuff. So there isn't really a reason a railgun couldn't exist. I think it's just technically beams would invalidate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we get, like, the, you know, like, the Desert Gym and stuff. There's examples of it.
0: Yeah. I think the reason the Atlas has such a prominent one is the idea is, oh, this is a thing I can use underwater a bit more effectively than a beam. It doesn't dissipate quite as much. It can still fire pretty quickly. Because it does use it underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, the railgun has two different designs. Two very significantly different designs. Uh, the manga design uh, is like... You have the base of the gun. I uh, The way it's held is, you know, it's held actually from the center, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, like, it's got, like, a little area with the grip, and that's on top. So, the grip is below, but there's areas below that. So, and it has a triangular shape, um, which I believe, yeah, the other one also has a triangular shape. But, basically, the rails on the uh, manga version are, you have, like, these three triangular rails that are coming out uh, that are just long, like, just long bars, basically, that... uh, and you've got you know the barrel in the middle, and then you've got some detail on the inner part of the uh, of the rails.
1: Yeah, I um, feel like the uh, the look of this thing, like I, it looks cool, and and well, I think it's going to look like familiar to people who played Quake Three. It's that kind of aesthetic, and I yeah. think it looks great.
0: Yeah, I like this version of it actually. The OVA version, this is like a weird change they made. They decided to kind of tone it down a little bit in a weird way. So the OVA version has a similar like grip and connection where it changes is the rail design. The rails but, but are not as long and they're more flat. What's up?
1: A quick correction. Not a correction for myself, but a clarification. A just sort of Quake 3 aesthetic. It does not look like a Quake 3 rail gun. That's a very different design.
0: Okay. Um. So... The railgun design in the OVA is quite a bit different just because the rails, again, it's got, like, the same grip and stuff going on, just in different colors. But then the three rails are where it's really significantly different, Um, Mm -hmm. just because they're, like, these longer, flat rails. Now, I think this is because they wanted to animate, like, the bullet coming out of them in a specific way, because the way that they are delivered in the OVA is you can see here it actually fires this like the the cartridge is full of these weird sort of shells that go along the edges of the rail
1: Mm. so
0: that that whole thing is it's it's kind of making sense of having like the three barrel instead of a two barrel design and then you can see that like it flies out and then or three rail i should say not three barrel uh you can see that the bullet is actually inside of there, and, like, you know, it breaks apart and the bullet flies out. But when it initially fires, it's, like, this weird sort of, like, the front of the cartridge, or of the, uh, the ammo, whatever, bullet casing. There we go, mm-hmm. casing. It, like, you know, goes into the gaps in the rail, in the three, sure. the three gaps. Mm-hmm. It's really cool looking when it's getting fired in the OVA. I just wish it was longer because I like it when a railgun is like long. Yeah, it's, that's it's how my it's brain goes. Kind
1: of too short. It doesn't look as powerful because of it. Yeah. Um, now, I... animation
0: wise, it looks very strong when it's hitting things at least, which is cool. Sure. Well, you see it hit a zagok, and it just uh the middle of the zagok is gone. <laughs> great.
1: It's, it does feel like a slight missed opportunity because it lo- almost looks like like the three things could, like, fold outward or something. Um, They cannot. Um, Like, yeah, the three rails. Oh,
0: yeah, like, when it's being put away or something, I, yeah.
1: I also think you're right in that it's very, like, it's very common for railguns to be portrayed with two rails, but, like, I am not a scientist, right? Please take this with a grain of salt. I'm just a person who talks about mech on a show, but... I feel like three rails makes more sense because if you just have two rails on either side, you're really like extremely counting on purely the magnetic field to keep it from deviating up or down at all. Well, It I, feels like it'd be helpful to have an extra rail there to... to... I,
0: I think the reason we don't do extra rails on, like, the test ones IRL and stuff that happened are... I I know the problem with railguns IRL is that uh the rails deform very quickly. Oh. And I think the idea is that maybe, like, with three of them. So it's funny, because you say it seems like it would be initially more accurate, but here's the problem. I think the deviations would start a lot sooner as well because the rails would start bending in different ways.
1: Interesting. And also, you know, like, it's not like magnets have three poles, so... Yeah.
0: That's I mean, that
1: not, That's not how railguns work. You don't have a north rail and a south rail. You don't have a north rail, rail but... and a south rail. Yeah, no, that's not... I was like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I, I don't know a lot of railgun science, I just know some ideas, and I know that one of the big problems with them is that rails will start to, like, warp, basically. Um... And, yeah, uh, one of the reasons they're not actually, like, we've built test ones, they're not actually very practical, at least at the point of construction that we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, one last, uh, bit of equipment, though, besides the railgun, which, I mean, it's cool, uh, and again, the railgun... Does end up doing some weird things because it's like, well, if I just generate, if I have the railgun just activate and I don't fire and I'm just letting it charge the electricity, it'll put an electromagnetic field around me, which it actually does do in the manga. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure it doesn't do that in the anime, but again, it's been a while. I don't remember the second part of the anime as well as the first, cause I didn't like it as much. If I'm being honest, I've, I've only like watched through bandit flower once and it's like, okay, that was all right. I prefer the mm-hmm. first part. Um, I also don't like that they seem to lighten on Daryl a little bit, or not Daryl, uh, EO a little bit, um. He's
1: a piece of shit.
0: He's a piece of shit, and he sucks, and I really hate that, like, it feels like to me- Well, we know that Thunderbolt was supposed to, like, not last this long. It was- I don't think it was designed as a one-shot, but I'm pretty sure it was supposed to end when it, like, you know, where the OVA ends. Mm -hmm. And then they said, wait, this is pretty popular and good, why don't you keep doing more? And I think that, um, I think that's why it feels weird later. Um, just again, uh, just from what I've read in passing, uh, I can't, can't do any sources or citations on that, but I think, I think it lasted longer than it was supposed to because it was popular. And I, I just feel like this later part feels like it wasn't written with being planned. Because it kind of... I mean, you haven't seen the second OVA, right? No. Or the second season. Um, it, it, weird. It's weird to say because there's the OVAs that are episodes, and then there's the OVA that's the movie compilation. And in both cases, it's actually worth watching the movie compilation because it doesn't remove anything. It only adds extra scenes. So... In both cases, it's better to just do that. Um... But, uh, the second part of the show is really weird, and also, like, it's not self-contained in the way that, like, I feel like you could watch the first bit of Thunderbolt generally. Actually, funnily enough, maybe without, like, the compiled version, because the compiled version adds in, like, an extra ending bit, um, to it, um, and it feels almost self-contained. Right? Like, it it could Mm -hmm. just be its own little story. Uh, and then you hit the second season, and then you've got this weird religious sect stuff happening and all kinds of weird shit going on, and you're just like, okay, sure.
1: Um, this is what we are doing now.
0: Yeah, this is what we move to. And it doesn't, like, end on a note that's like, ah, more is going to happen. Like, or, sorry, it doesn't end on a note that this is a contained story. It ends on the note of, oh, this is, this is leading up to a larger overall plot, which I don't even know if they're going to bother doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, right those little backs they're not for standing on on the sub legs I forgot I am so sorry it's where the assault rifles pop out of they're like what they're containers to keep oh. probably to keep them from getting wet because these are not used underwater.
1: gotcha and they right. they can't fire from there they're just holsters,
0: yeah, these are just holsters they just pop open and it grabs them um I completely forgot I can store them in there um but yeah. The uh, last bit of equipment is the blade shield. It is basically a giant heat-resistant shield that is covered in, like... It's called the blade shield because it's got, like... They're not even really blades. It's just got, like, these little... It's like Xbox
1: 360-style blades. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: It's it's weird to me. Um, These are used... When it's in the submarine, like, the sled mode, these actually, like this is on the bottom to like, you know, cover the bottom and then the two sub legs are on the sides of it. Um and also uh you know, it's it, it is heat resistant and it's just this really big shield. It is also movable and I'm assuming again when it's in the submarine mode, this might actually be helpful for like, you know, adjusting uh in the water, just being sure. able to kind of bend like that. Uh I mean, I like the design of this. It's just it's a little weird looking. It looks almost like it's carrying like a plate of like like a ramp, like what is meant to be a ramp for like a highway or something. Like a weird or like mobile under construction one. It's really strange, but I like it.
1: One thing I'm noticing is there. It seems like there's a difference in the design between the Bandit Flower version and the uh, manga version because it looks like the manga version has like. The bandit flower has these like like um, raised armor white armor pieces along the edges, and it seems like the anime version or the manga version, excuse me, I keep messing this up, has an extra row down the middle, so it has three total.
0: Oh yes, I forgot about that. And the manga version. So actually, funnily enough, we look at the manga version where it is different, and yes, the manga version, uh, funnily enough, in fact, is. Is more like the name would imply, uh, like a blade shield. Mm. Looking at it, well, because you, if you look at the blades also, uh, instead of it being, uh, each like you know, e- like each row being one of those little little blades, it's two per row. Looking yeah. at this, yeah, this is actually, yeah, I forgot about that. Right,
1: <sighs> it almost looks like they could pop up, but
0: it's very, huh actually curious did they bother changing that on the yes they kit? did okay right i couldn't remember yeah they huh again something i just didn't you know i didn't follow i bought the manga version because i like the manga versions like equipment a bit more like with like the railgun and stuff so mm-hmm. i was like ah, oh, i'm not even gonna pay attention to the b band i won. so this is one i'm woefully understudied on i didn't actually realize that they did that major of a change to the shield huh Interesting. Alright. Well
1: oh, Yeah, it's a cool friend.
0: Yeah. There are no variations or anything of this guy.
1: Well, <laughs> um, make a make another build show, maybe you'll get it.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh sorry. Last thing to mention real quick on the the torso though. We mentioned it, but the torso does so the torso is a bunch of these like layers basically that are built over a ball. Mm-hmm. Like a miniaturized ball. I don't actually know why it uses the ball uh, as the torso, if I'm being real. Um,
1: yeah, they, I haven't gotten to the point where they introduced this thing, so I wouldn't have any context from, from the work. They don't um, really-
0: I, I guess but... maybe the idea is it can be even- maybe it's even more- wa- like- I guess like a normal cockpit on a mobile suit, you're expecting the armor itself to be the thing that's also airtight. Oh,
1: and so like if, if on that, like if there were cuts in the armor, then water would start to leak in.
0: I yeah, see. so I guess maybe that's why it's using like an actual whole-ass ball with armor as the cockpit, so that if, that if those layers of armor actually got hit by stuff, it wouldn't immediately like leak or crumble under pressure
1: sure that makes Uh, sense
0: so i guess i i guess in i guess if you look at a ball in that way it works as a submersible (laughs) um it's very strange but i i can i I guess i'm seeing the logic actually now that i look at it Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh this guy is hilarious in the gundam extreme versus games because uh He loves doing, uh, it loves having moves where you just tap a button and it starts, like, boosting to the side and, you know, flying around. Just start surfing USA, yeah. Yeah, just drifting. It's great. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's, I guess, it, though, for the Atlas, um, because, like I said, no variations or anything, so there's not really much else to talk about. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to cover this episode six or eh? No.
1: Let's uh let's go ahead and move on.
0: Okay. Uh then six, where can people find you online?
1: Uh you can find me on Twitter at six S A X D E T T M A R. You can find my work at Patreon.com, Scanland Media or ScanLed dot com. Dylan, what about you?
0: You can find me at LowPolyrobot on Twitter dot com. Um or at Low Poly Robot on other websites now because I did start using cohost, um, so, and now I have two places that I'm at instead of just one, <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm at Low Poly Robot. Uh, yeah. follow me places by post games and robots, about what you expect, um. But yeah,
1: yeah, folks, F- find your uh... boat. Yeah, hope you enjoyed the episodes. Uh but you know listen, maybe you need to you probably listen on headphones. I tend to listen on headphones, but you probably need to hook up the big speakers for this one. Sound is something you've gotta feel with your entire body. <laughs> this man sucks so bad. Peace. And calculate mo It's 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 don't blue